Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. Good morning, I'm Lee Harris, and here are the top local stories for this Friday, September 6th. I'm in the newsroom. We have John Montone and Glenn Shuck out in the field this morning. John is in Seabright, New Jersey, there on the Jersey Shore, where you're about to feel the wrath <laughs> of uh, Hurricane Dorian. We've been talking about this hurricane, uh, it seems like, for the better part of a year, and now it's uh, finally at least somewhat in the neighborhood, John. Yeah, few places, even along the Jersey Shore, are as vulnerable as Seabright, uh, this narrow sliver of land sitting as it does between uh, the Atlantic Atlantic Ocean and the Shrewsbury River, but uh, the only sign so far of approaching Dorian, uh, the swaying of the vegetation along the seawall, and, um, you know, maybe a, a bit of a gust now and then from the ocean. The governor here in Jersey is asking people to stay out of the water, uh, anticipating rough surf and um, maybe even some rip currents. But the folks I've been talking to uh, here, one of them says we're out of the moon tide, not, nothing to worry about. A fellow named Mike over at uh, Giglio's bait shop, he's been here quite a while, he said, uh, you know, no panic uh, today. Certainly nothing like Superstorm uh, Sandy, which just flattened this place. Yeah, it seems like the only people who'd be interested in going in the water today would be surfers anyway, right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, the the surf fishing season hasn't really uh, kicked in yet. And I don't know what the rip currents, whether surfers uh, will be out or not. I will say one thing uh, that always amazes me as a, a Jersey Shore guy. I'm looking at Donovan's Reef, the, the great Jersey Shore bar, completely splintered during Superstorm Sandy, uh, right on the water, and they uh, built Built it back up. It's uh, in business and it's always packed again. Uh, Mike was telling me this is just a, a great place to live. So nature wipes it out and man rebuilds it. All right. That's that uh, joysy spirit there. Thank you, John Montone, live from Seabright, New Jersey, this morning, where they're waiting for the little touch of Hurricane Dorian that they're going to get. Well, in the Bronx, police are still hunting for the guy who dumped out, uh, let's see, half a gallon of milk on a cop who was trying to keep people from messing with firefighters who were just trying to do their job, put out a fire the other day. It was a real mess on the Grand Concourse, but now investigators at least have a little video to work with. 1010 Wins newsman Glenn Schuck joins us now from the Grand Concourse to tell us more about that. Morning, Glenn. And Lee, good morning. Yeah, you know, we got that video and some pictures of this suspect on our website, of course, at 1010wins.com as well. So what we're dealing with here is a guy apparently who didn't even live uh, in this apartment complex, Lee. The neighbors here don't even recognize the guy, but somebody's going to recognize him off this video, hopefully. And the NYPD says they'll charge him with assault when they find him. He uh, strolls into the scene. This is Tuesday, of course. We told you about the story earlier in the week here at Grand Concourse and 
172nd Street, where police had to uh, physically keep some tenants back. They didn't want to evacuate. They wanted to get back into the apartment. So during all that pushing and shoving, these uh, folks tell me that they were pepper sprayed by the police and they didn't take too kindly to that. So again, this man strolls in with that half gallon of milk and not only douses that cop on the video. Also, you'll see uh, one of the officers having their uh, body cam ripped off. It was quite a scene here. So again, you can check it out on our website as police try to find not only the milk tosser, but the other other guy who uh, attacked the police here as well. So not a good scene. And of course, this comes after a summer of uh, police officers being doused with buckets of water. So Lee, you can imagine the police unions uh, pretty irate about all of this. Now, the milk enters into it because that's sort of an antidote to uh, pepper spray, right? Yeah, that is true. That's going to maybe be their defense, I guess. But again, when you hear the video or see the video, uh, you'll hear cheering and that they're uh, egging this guy on and there's uh, clapping. Uh, one guy actually saying on the video, we milked him. We milked him. So uh, it seemed that they took quite a bit of pleasure in uh, pouring that on the police officers. Restraint, though, by the cops again, though, Lee. They did not uh, fight back or push back or arrest the guy immediately. They kind of just uh, put their hands down and let it play out. But uh, again, the cops are trying to find this guy and We'll keep you posted if they track them down. Okay, Glenn Shuck, live from the Grand Concourse this morning. Speaking of the fire department, they've had many names already put up on the World Trade Center Memorial Wall, of course. And today, 22 more are going to be added. Members of the department who died of illnesses related to their work at Ground Zero. More than 200 members of the fire department have died of such illnesses in the 18 years since 9-11. A 33-year-old man was standing in front of a house on East 28th Street in East Flatbush last night. Then somebody drove up in a Jeep and shot him in the head. The victim taken to Kings County Hospital. They couldn't save him. No ID yet on the victim. And they're still looking for the killer and for the motive. Members of the New York Assembly are going to hold a hearing today on robocalls, hopefully not to determine whether or not they're extremely annoying, because everybody already knows they are. The testimony is supposed to focus on new technology to combat robocalls and potential legislation to make them even more illegal. The attorneys general from all 50 states are already working with phone companies to track down robocallers. Well, many people from many places live together in Brooklyn, not always in harmony, but when there's a real problem, they come together to solve it, like these Hispanics and Hasidim working together to rescue a kitten from a sewer. Of course, it being Brooklyn, the agreement was short live. There was then the question of what should we feed this kitten? Give him to eat something. Give him to eat. He's not eating for the past days. Give him a schnitzi, a nice schnitzi sandwich. Now, schnitzis is popular there in the neighborhood, but maybe not, you know, appropriate food for kittens. Just the latest this is in a series of kitten rescues around the city. They fish them out of storm drains, engine blocks, even off the George Washington Bridge. The writer for The Gothamist, who brought this story to our attention, suggests that the kittens need to be more accountable and should, quote, get their blank together. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune in to 1010 Winds and visit 1010winds.com or download the radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. I'm Lee Harris. Have a good weekend. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.